Walmart expands a pilot benefit program that provides doula care for postpartum employees nationwide. CVS pulls some decongestants from shelves that were recently found to be ineffective. And a new survey finds that health care is still unaffordable, even for those with health insurance. It's Friday, October 27th. I'm Jay Carlisle Larson, and this is Just Healthcare Daily, where you get the headlines in health business and policy news in 10 minutes or less. Walmart will expand a healthcare program to its employees nationwide that want to employ a doula for services during pregnancy and birth. The company piloted a program two years ago that provided payment for doula services for its employees in Georgia before expanding that program into Louisiana, Indiana, and Illinois. A doula is a specially trained professional that provides continuous physical and emotional support to a pregnant person before, during, and after childbirth. They also provide information and education. Doula support, however, is non-clinical. Walmart's new national benefit provides $1,000 per pregnancy to pay for doula services and is part of the retailer's broader Life with Baby program, which is available to employees on most of its medical plans. Through Walmart's program, the doulas must be credentialed through either Dona International or the National Black Doulas Association, or NBDA. In Walmart's announcement this week, it will now expand the program to all states beginning November 1st, barring Hawaii which has its own set of health benefits. Research has found that doulas can help improve outcomes for the birthing parent and their babies. According to a study released in May, expectant mothers who were matched with a doula had better birth outcomes. Researchers found that they were four times less likely to have a low birth weight baby and two times less likely to experience a birth complication. The study also found that birth parents were significantly more likely to initiate breastfeeding when they worked with a doula. And according to data from the NBDA, including a doula as part of the birthing team decreases C-sections by 50 percent, shortens the time of labor by 25 percent, and decreases the need for other medical interventions by more than half. Doula services have also been seen as a way to address health equity issues, notably for pregnant Black and Indigenous mothers. Some states, like California and Virginia, offer doula services through their state-administered Medicaid programs. And Rhode Island law mandates the services for all private health insurance plans. Walmart is the largest employer in the United States, with roughly 1.6 million employees. And it's possible that the company's decision to include doula services as a benefit benefit could pave the way for other employers to do the same. However, Walmart is not the first or only employer to offer doula benefits to its employees. CVS Health pays $1,200 per year for doula services for all of its employees that work at least 30 hours per week. And tech giant Microsoft offers a doula benefit to its employees who live in Washington State's King and Snohomish counties.
CVS will voluntarily pull some over-the-counter decongestants after an FDA panel deemed their active ingredient to be ineffective. The nation's largest pharmacy chain announced last week that it would remove some cold and cough products that contain oral phenylephrine as their only active ingredient from store shelves. In a statement, CVS said other cold and cough medicines would continue to be offered to meet consumer needs. In September, the FDA's non-prescription drugs advisory committee determined that the ingredient was not effective and discussed the possibility of removing phenylephrine products from the market. Scientific evidence provided by the FDA to the panel found that only a small amount of phenylephrine actually reaches the nose when it's taken orally. The advisory committee's discussion and recommendations only related to phenylephrine taken by mouth and not the nasal spray form. The ingredient is found in popular drugs such as Sudafed PE and DayQuil. The FDA has not yet decided whether to pull phenylephrine's generally safe and effective label. The FDA said it would accept public comments on the drug's over-the-counter status. So far, CVS Health is the only pharmacy chain to pull the drugs, and it's yet to be seen if companies like Walgreens or Walmart will follow suit. A Walgreens spokesperson told the Associated Press that it's monitoring the situation and partnering with its clinical integrity office, as well as its suppliers, on the appropriate next steps. Phenylephrine became the main drug in over-the-counter decongestants following a 2006 law that limited the sale of medicines containing pseudoephedrine, which is the active ingredient in regular Sudafed. The law required that these drugs move behind the counter in retail pharmacies and other stores, as pseudoephedrine is also a common ingredient in illegally produced methamphetamine. Healthcare remains unaffordable for a majority of Americans, even those with health insurance, according to a new survey. The survey comes from the Commonwealth Fund, a healthcare policy-focused private foundation that advocates for affordable healthcare. Its 2023 healthcare affordability survey was conducted by SSRS from April 18th through July 31st of this year. SSRS interviewed a nationally representative sample of more than 7,800 adults aged 19 years and older, but largely focused on responses from people who were not yet eligible for Medicare. The survey found that large portions of insured working-age adults reported difficulties affording their health care. Forty-three percent of those with employer-sponsored health insurance reported that it was very or somewhat difficult to afford their health care, and 57 percent of those with marketplace or individual coverage reported similar unaffordability issues, as well as 45 percent with Medicaid and 51 percent with Medicare. The researchers found that the cost of care has led to people skipping or foregoing needed health care or prescription drugs. 29% of survey respondents with employer-sponsored coverage skipped care, as well as 37% with marketplace or individual coverage, 39% of Medicaid enrollees, and 42% of respondents with Medicare coverage reported the same. Moreover, having health insurance did not insulate survey respondents from debt or alleviate other home budget issues. Almost a third of working-age Americans said they had medical or dental debt because of the high cost of care, with almost half reporting that the debt is at least $2,000. And roughly 30% of respondents said that their health care costs had made it harder for them to pay bills like those for electricity, heating, food, or credit cards. 
Coming up on Monday, we hear my conversation with Dr. Sachin Jain, CEO of Scan Health Plan, a not-for-profit provider of Medicare Advantage plans. Dr. Jain and I spoke at this month's health conference about Scan's proposed merger with Care Oregon and growing tensions between providers and MA plans. Be sure to join us. This is Just Healthcare Daily. I'm Jay Carlisle Larson. Thank you so much for listening. If you like the show, please leave us a rating or a review. It helps other listeners find the program. You can check out more insights on healthcare business and policy news at justhealthcare.com. You can also get these insights emailed directly to your inbox when you subscribe to our newsletter, The Weekly Gist. The GIST Healthcare podcast is an independent production of GIST Healthcare, a Kaufman Hall company.